I'm John Bond. Welcome to Move Yourself Happy. Made for fitness enthusiasts who want to make their passion their profession. Are you unhappy in your present job? Are you passionate about health and fitness? Do you want to release your true potential? If the answer is yes, this podcast is for you. I will be teaching you the specific knowledge that every trainer and coach needs to be successful. So listen closely as I share my expertise with you. So just like me, you can love what you do. Hello and welcome to my first episode, Happy Hormones. Today I'm on Sisby Ring in sunny Sussex and this is a lovely setting to talk about happy hormones. So I'm gonna be going through four hormones that we associate with feeling happy and how coaches and trainers can use these hormones to brighten up their client's day. So first hormone I'm gonna talk about is endorphins. Now, when people talk about happy hormones, often endorphins is the first one that we think of. So I'd say it's probably quite widely understood and widely known, but not as well as you probably think because when I first got introduced to endorphins, it was actually when I was getting a tattoo done. And this was years ago now, and it was a tattoo on my back, on my spine. And about halfway through, I remember the guy that was doing the tattoo said to me, uh, are you all right? You, you getting on all right there? And uh, trying to be sort of tough and not show that I was suffering or in any pain at all. Uh, I sort of gripped my teeth and said, yeah, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. You keep going, keep going. But actually it was really painful. And he said, well, don't worry, in a minute, you're gonna release your endorphins and they're gonna numb the pain and you're gonna feel much, much better. So that was kind of the first time somebody introduced to me the word endorphin, I think, as a painkiller. And obviously I've done some further research into this and that's exactly what it does. It is a painkiller, it's our natural painkiller. So whenever you're in any kind of pain or discomfort, your body will naturally release endorphins to numb that pain. Now, how does that associate with exercise? Well. This is the thing. So in order to get a boost of endorphins, coaches and trainers do need to actually get their clients to step out of their comfort zone. So one of the reasons clients often come and see us as coaches and trainers is because they need somebody to motivate them to get them to work at that sort of intensity um, that they can't get to without the motivation of a coach or a trainer. And there is definitely some logic in that because obviously some uh, physiological benefits of training occur at higher intensities, but just from the happy hormones alone, we need to work hard and challenge ourselves and experience discomfort to get the release of endorphins. Now, don't panic. That that doesn't mean that if you're exercising, you don't you rarely challenge yourself or put yourself through discomfort. You're not going to get a happy hormone boost because there are others which we'll talk about. But if you want to maximise the release of those happy hormones, in particular endorphins, we do need to challenge ourselves. And if you think about it, often runners will talk about the runner's high. So they'll go for a run and they'll they'll push themselves quite hard. It might be they try and get their 5K PB, or they might go over the hill, somewhere like this, where there's lots of different terrains and things, where the, the intensity changing all the time, but there's periods where it's very, very challenging. Interval training is notorious for taking us out of our comfort zone and challenging ourselves. Circuit training, where you're at a station, you're working hard, and then you get brief rest before you move on to the next station. Very, very good for ramping up the intensity and releasing those endorphins. So that's what you're looking at. So if you wanna get 
specifically endorphins and get a release of happy hormones that way, challenge and discomfort. So think about that, think about your intervals, think about your more advanced training systems. When you're doing your, your weights in the gym, if you're doing bodybuilding type training, your supersets, your triceps, your giant sets, your drop sets, all that nasty stuff that we'll talk about in another, another podcast, that's the stuff that's gonna really take you out of the comfort zone and give you those endorphins. So take home from that for you trainers and coaches is yes, try and encourage your clients to step out of their comfort zone but obviously be mindful that you can't be doing that every single day smashing your clients because they will lead to overtraining um, they, they will stop enjoying it and they're just going to get fatigued so which can potentially lead to injury as well so that, that's the benefits there but obviously there's the cons that we can't do it all the time now next hormone i'm going to talk about is dopamine and dopamine dop dopamine dopamine is a great hormone um, because it, we associate dopamine actually with accomplishment and getting things done so you'll often get a little release of dopamine when you cross things off a to-do list and i don't know about you but i love to-do lists um I, I i have them on like electronic versions but i never get as much satisfaction and pleasure and enjoyment as when I actually have a, a paper and pen and I write the list and then I cross it off on the on the paper with a pen and um, don't know why always feels much more satisfying to cross it off on a on an actual bit of paper so that's that's dopamine now what's the link between that and exercise well again when you say to yourself I am going to go to the gym after work and you pack your gym stuff and you finish work and you go to the gym, you do that workout, you'll feel a sense of pride because you'd planned to do that workout, you did it, you didn't bin it off, and you completed it and you feel good for it. That's gonna be dopamine. Now dopamine is actually really addictive. Unfortunately, when we drink alcohol, if people take drugs, um, smoke, they tend to get a release of dopamine from doing those things. Um, and it's very addictive, why people get addicted, those sort of things. And people do get addicted to exercise as well. Now, obviously, any, any addiction is not healthy because uh, just by the nature of the word, addiction suggests it's unhealthy. With exercise, as long as you're moderating it, as long as you're, you're, you're aware that you might be sort of addicted to exercise and you're, you're moderating it somewhat, um, it's certainly going to be one of the better addictions you can have. Now, I would, am I addicted? Probably. Um, I can certainly moderate it though. So I know that there's a, there's a limit to how much exercise I can do personally before it's going to have a detrimental effect on my, my general balance in life. You know, the time I spend with family, friends and work and um, doing so much that I'm always tired and fatigued. So I'm good like that. But if I don't get exercise in a day, I'm like a dog, I need to be walked every day, probably twice a day. If I don't get exercise in, then I'm, I'm just not my best version, best version of myself. And I'm sure some of you guys listening can relate to that. So um, it is very addictive, and this is probably the reason why a lot of people get addicted to exercise. Um, but you can maximize the use of this hormone by actually scheduling workouts in your calendar. Now again, this is great for coaches and trainers when you keep a training log and you show clients their completed sessions, they're gonna feel good about that because it's showing them accomplishment. It's showing them that they're checking off workouts. You know, I'm not suggesting 
If you're a trainer or a coach that never writes a program, never logs anything, I'm not suggesting you're a bad coach or trainer because I think particularly in this day and age, there's so many variations and as long as you're addressing a need which might be just motivating somebody to get up and, and get moving, then I think you're doing a good job. However, you are missing out on opportunity there to actually maximize the release of dopamine by showing clients that they are um, adhering to exercise and that is gonna get the dopamine. Um, so bear that in mind, applications and things very very good at this and um, so i've got a garmin tracker watch and when i do a workout um it'll it'll congratulate and say you've got a workout done now i, I don't necessarily have even had to have accomplished anything within that workout but it's going to congratulate me for doing the workout strava is very similar if you're if you're into strava strava will clock your runs your bikes your swims and things and uh, it will just keep a log of everything you've done and, and you can reflect on it and feel good about that because you've, you've accomplished it. You've set out to do these things and you've done them and you know, you, you're one step closer to achieving your goals. So that feels good. And so that's dopamine. So for you coaches and trainers, I'd say a way to maximize that is uh, to log training sessions, certainly write programs. Um, at Storm Fitness Academy, we teach all our, our students to write programs for clients and keep a training log. Uh, and just to congratulate your clients on completing sessions, they don't always have to have made some tangible progress within that session other than they've turned up today and they did all the exercises. Um, so it is a reason to, to celebrate and to pat them on the back. Okay, so that's your dopamine. Next one we're gonna talk about is serotonin. Now serotonin, another, another great hormone because we associate serotonin with probably with status. Um, so if you've, if you've ever had a promotion, um, if uh, you've ever won a race or a competition which shows you that you're the best out of the group or whatever, you'll get a surge of serotonin um, because your status has been elevated. And coaches and trainers, you can definitely leverage this hormone to uh, improve somebody's day or your client's day. So again, this is why, I mean, I'm a sports science geek. <laughs> That's what my degree's in. My master's is in strength and conditioning. So I do like data, but I probably like data even more because I now know what the research says about the impact it has on people. So for example, um, I my, my master's in strength and conditioning focused on exercise and mental health. And for my dissertation, I found a study where it showed that being physically active and exercising definitely improves people's self-esteem compared to not exercising. But it was more significant, A, if you were a beginner, so if you went from doing nothing to exercising, but actually if you had evidence that you were better than the person you were, then, than you were before, than the person when you started. That didn't make sense at all. Let me say that again. <laughs> so basically, um, as long as you've got data that shows that you have improved over time, that's gonna have an impact on your self-esteem. So let's say, for example, first time you go and see your coach or your trainer, um, you can do five press-ups in a minute. Over a period of 12 weeks, you can now do 25. So you've got that evidence that shows you are a better athlete than the person you were before. You're an upgraded version of yourself. That is gonna have an impact on your self-esteem. Self-esteem has an impact on your mental health. So it all contributes towards that. So this is, this is a great opportunity for you coaches and trainers to, to log data. And you know, back in the day when I first started, 25 years ago, 
I would have to do this on paper, on clipboards, and I have to be quite organized with my paperwork and you know, look through the bits of paper to find all the information to give to that client. And uh, it was harder, but now today, you've got applications that do that. So for those of you that don't know, there's, there's various applications, but one I particularly like, it's called Trainerize. I have no association with Train, Trainerize, um, but it's wonderful for showing you all the time where you've improved. So we talked about dopamine and how you'll just you'll get congratulated because you completed a workout and it'll keep a running total of how many workouts you've done so that's great for the dopamine but for the serotonin it will tell you when you've uh, hit a pb in a lift so let's say that's the heaviest you've ever done in a barbell back squat it will tell you um, if you've done the, the the most amount of volume which means um, the, the most amount of kilos times reps time sets across the entire session it will tell you so it's letting you know all the time where you've upgraded your fitness and you can do it you know it'll even log things like i mean strava does this too but your 5k run times your 1k run times your half marathon your marathon all that data and there's a reason why these companies spend a lot of money on making these apps because that data works it definitely 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 has an impact on your self-esteem releases serotonin it will make your day better but over over the long term actually improves your self-confidence your self-esteem so your your mental health in general is better so another great reason why coaches and trainers need to log data and also a great reason to get a coach or a trainer now the fourth hormone i'm going to talk about is oxytocin and oxytocin is actually the love hormones you might have heard it before when we talk about love oxytocin is the love hormone and you might be thinking well how is that associated with exercise and um, well because exercise is brilliant for building like-minded communities now you, you can do this online you can do this face to face so if you join for example a fitness class so you go to your local leisure center and you go to their circuit training class or their studio cycling class and you go regularly over time people are going to get to know you you're going to get to know them and when you walk into that environment what usually happens is somebody sees you walk and says hi john great to see you how's everything going how's the business how's your wife how's your children and you feel valued and the coach does the same or the trainer does the same and feeling valued as part of your tribe or your community will help you release oxytocin and it's not just about receiving love it's also about giving love as well so when you brighten up someone else's day and you say you know great to see you again um i saw you uh, last session i saw you smash your pb well done i bet that feels good and you know you, you deserve that you've worked really hard so all that positivity in a community or in a tribe, it has a really profound effect on your oxytocin levels. It releases oxytocin. High fives, fist pumps, you know, skin to skin physical contact releases oxytocin. It's why mothers hug their babies as soon as they've um, given birth. Straight away, that creates that bond. They both get oxytocin. It's a really nice moment. Now, obviously, physical contact now in, in fitness communities we have to be very careful with it. There's a line to it. Um, but things like high fives and fist pumps are great, aren't they? They're really great because that is physical contact and it's done in a very positive, meaningful way. So um, that's, that's a good way you can get oxytocin. Now, if you are just training online, then you can still, it's never gonna be as profound as face-to-face -face contact. 
but you can still be part of a, a, a like-minded community that are all working towards the same goal, supporting one another, encouraging one another, sharing your successes, trouble, troubleshooting as a group, you know, sharing problems, trying to solve them, empathizing with each other. So you can still benefit from that online as well as face-to-face. So that's your oxytocin. So just to give a roundup there, we had endorphins. So endorphins are actually our body's natural painkillers. Coaches and trainers can help clients uh, release endorphins by encouraging them and motivating them to step out their comfort zones, experience a bit of challenge and discomfort. So they'll get that rush and that boost of, of endorphins after the session, um, but then also get the benefits of the additional increases in fitness from working at that higher intensity. You've also got dopamine, which was what I called the accomplishment hormone. So when you like set out to go to the gym and you do it and you finish the session, you feel proud about that, you'll get some dopamine. Coaches and trainers can keep a training log, keep reminding their clients how many sessions they've completed, congratulate them for it. Um, you know, give them praise all the time, but real praise, and you know, not not that sort of fake. Yeah, good job, but no specifics to it. Just say, you know, excellent. You know, you've actually completed 40 sessions, um, and and in, and in in this time frame, that's excellent. Well done. Then we had serotonin. So, coaches and trainers, you're missing a trick if you're not collecting data. So, collect data. You can use things like trainer eyes. There's also True Coach. Uh, various applications out there that will do that stuff for you, programming applications, um, but quite simply you can use something like Google Sheets to write programs and, and write the data in there if you want to be a bit more simplified. You can still use paper and a pen if you want, it's absolutely fine, as long as you're organised with it. Um, so just keep giving the data, show that individual they are better than the person they were when they started. And you know, you're going to get those times where that person goes, oh I haven't made any progress this week, and you reframe that and you go, well, you've maintained your progress. Think about the person you were 12 weeks ago who was doing nothing. Look how far you've come. Don't worry, I have weeks, I have days where things don't necessarily improve. Um, the fact that you've turned up and you've completed today's session is something to celebrate. That's your serotonin. And then lastly, we talked about oxytocin, the love hormone love oxytocin and that's all about building your fitness communities giving love receiving love you know recognizing people's accomplishments being grateful thanking one another taking a genuine interest in one another and just valuing each other thank you for listening that's been that's happy hormones in the next episode i'm going to be talking to you about exercise motivation and how coaches and trainers can use some some theories, some psychological theories of motivation for really ramping motivation up in their clients. Have a great day. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, something you can do for me is subscribe to my show. And if you know anyone else that might be interested in this content, then please share it with them too. You can also head over to our socials and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. But if you're ready to take that next step, visit our website, www.stormfitnessacademy.co.uk fill out a contact form that will come straight to me I will contact you shortly afterwards and I look forward to speaking to you then